Just after 9 o'clock, good morning. This is Bernie Radio 103.9 FM. And coming up at 9.30 is the Sunny Melindres Show. But the inspirational hour begins now with God and Our Dogs with Meg Greer. The following is sponsored by GodandOurDogs.com. And this is Bernie Radio. Discover a new perspective. God and Our Dogs. GodandOurDogs.com Welcome to God and Our Dogs with Meg Greer. Join us online at GodandOurDogs.com. Subscribe, share, and stay. Now here's your host, Meg Greer. Welcome to God and Our Dogs. This is Meg Greer, your host. Our vision on God and Our Dogs is discovering a new perspective and rely on God the way our dogs rely on us. How does it happen? The same way our other relationships grow. Spending time together, learning about one another, developing trust, and experiencing transformation. Dog stories told on the show reveal God in new ways. We look in the mirror of our dogs. In the reflection, we find aha moments, bringing to light a deeper understanding of love, value, purpose, and belonging. Find us at GodInOurDogs.com. Click follow on the God and Our Dogs page on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. Subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast site and on YouTube, where you will find bonus material from our guests. Thanks to the God and Our Dogs business partners, including 101 Mobility, Robin Saunders Luxury Group, Sonora Bank, and GBMB Insurance. Thanks also to the folks at Wheeler's Western Outfitters for a great spot to record our show. Our guest today is Dan Rizal, Member Engagement Specialist for the Bernie Chamber of Commerce. His dogs would introduce him as my faithful companion who cares for me and who has made me a part of his life. Welcome, Dan. We're so excited to have you today on God and Our Dogs. Thanks, Meg. I'm, I'm happy to be here. Yeah, it's great. Well, you know, as an adult, you really haven't had the chance to be around too many dogs, although I think you figured out you were around more than you thought you were. Yes. But most of your really deep, rich experience has been around your childhood dogs. Mm-hmm. Tell us a little bit about them. Well, I was, uh, as, as you said, I didn't think I had dogs, but when we started talking, I go, wait a minute, I did. I did have dogs. Uh, when I was a teenager, I had two dogs because I had a paper route. And uh, for those who don't know, paper route is where in the way bygone days, young men like myself would throw newspapers to the porches of the residents' homes. And I had uh, two dogs that stuck with me for years. Uh, mm-hmm. They were two little Pekingese dogs. They are Pick and Pandy were their names, uh-huh. and they were very, they were small. They're only like 10 inches off the ground, uh-huh. but boy, could they bark. And so they became my companions. I worked quite a lot when I was a teen. I had my paper route. I didn't have any a- after-school activities, and therefore I didn't have, uh, I didn't do sports. I didn't have too many friends, so I was very busy with, and they kind of gave me companionship, mm-hmm. those guys. Uh, they were they just stuck with me, and they'd go with me. They protected me. They'd bark at people, the dogs that mm-hmm. would come out. and they were, they were really good, and I think that really helped me when I was a teen, which I never thought of, really, until you asked me about doing this, and I thought, oh, yeah, that's what it was. And so I was really mm-hmm. thankful for that. Yeah, yeah. Well, they sound like such neat dogs. Kids do- today don't have those kinds mm-hmm. of jobs. It really is a big responsibility. And 
you know, it can be lonely and boring. So it was good that you had some company along the way. Yeah, because I didn't think of it that way when I was mm-hmm. young as a teen, but they were, they were right there with me the whole time. Mm-hmm. You know, they, I'd come home and they'd see me and we, I'd feed them and, and then we'd go out and uh, I, I did a morning route too. I oh, did, wow. Uh, 3.30 in the morning, every morning for about oh, seven years, I suppose, something like that. That's quite a commitment. As well as, as, well uh, as the afternoon. The afternoon. A lot of towns had an evening and a morning paper. Yeah. yeah. Well, that was, we lived in Oklahoma City, and that's where, mm-hmm. where I did it. Mm-hmm. Well, um, they kept you company. And were they out on leashes in those days? Yeah, I never used a leash on my dogs ever. Of course, in those days... Yeah, dogs, <laughs> it wasn't a common thing. Uh-huh. They just walked with me. They were mm-hmm. right by my side and never yeah. left. Did you train them that way or did they just pick up and know? I think they just picked up and know. I didn't, don't think I, I, I thought back to see if I had to train them and I don't think I ever really did, you know. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we just sit out in the grass and they'd sit with me and, you know, as a teen, I'm looking up at the sky. At, I, I, I worked hard. <laughs> that was the yeah. well, story of my life. I worked yeah. And they were just there. They were comforting. Well, you spent a lot of time with them. Yes. What What do you think that did for your relationship with those dogs? Well, it, they, they grew. They trusted me. Mm-hmm. They knew I was the one that fed them. I was the one that took them out doing things and activities. And they had a lot of trust in me. Mm-hmm. And I, thinking of it, I trusted them that they would be there when I got home and they'd go out with me and they'd follow me and if something happened they'd be barking and mm-hmm. so it was a it was a two-way relationship yeah. but it was trust mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and also they really had to trust you in order to even want to protect you yeah you made an interesting comment before the show I'd never really thought about it that way you said they were 10 inches off the ground yeah so everything must have looked threatening to them yeah I yes I, I didn't you know I, I don't have I haven't had dogs for for years but uh they were just little tiny dogs but they barked and they were ferocious in their own way uh-huh. it was really cute actually now that i think back at it yeah yeah that's so fun you had such responsibility growing up and having the dogs really made a difference like we've we've talked and that was you know during teenage years are just really challenging yes. i don't care when you're living and yes. what you're experiencing and in today's digital world mm-hmm. how do you think Having a dog in your life as a, a preteen and then a teenager makes your life better. Well, I think it, the way it could work is, one, there's responsibility. You as the, I'll say, master, mm-hmm. the owner, you have to be responsible to take care of them. You know they depend on you for food, for companionship, for protection, and you're there. And once they sense that, and I've mm-hmm. seen that in dogs, it's amazing, they sense that from their owners. Uh, who's taking care of them mm-hmm. once. And that's what I, I worked with teenagers for 25 years. And uh, I know that there are difficulties that they face. And sometimes they just need somebody. And sometimes that somebody isn't around. So having a dog can be a real help for a teenager, especially in this time. Mm-hmm. They can have someone to talk with. You know, you communicate, and they sense it. They come up. I know, I know teens who have dogs who protect them, keep them safe. They sit, sit next to them, mm-hmm. and they can sense if they're not feeling good. It's really neat. Mm-hmm. And, you know, of course your dogs could sit next to you, I guess, if you're on social media, but you can't really communicate to them when you're on a, some right. sort of a device yes. or playing video games. So it, having that responsibility mm-hmm. kind of draws them into 
the real world a little bit, doesn't yes, it? Yes, yeah. exactly. I, I know someone who has a uh, diabetes, and so that, and they have a dog, uh-huh. and that dog can sense when that teenager is, um, I don't know the term, medical terminology, but when they are neat or they're low, or, and they come up and just sit right next to them. It's mm-hmm. like a comfort mm-hmm. dog, you know? It's, yeah. it's emotional. So, Dan, as you spent time with Pick and Pandy, did you notice that they kind of changed their habit of how they interacted with you and with other people? Yes, because with them, and I, I again, I'm thinking how it got works with God, uh, it was the time I spent with them. Now, because we had one pick we had before we got Pandy, and uh, he was a little bit, he was kind of the dominant one, mm-hmm. and he had to trust, like he was like, are you going to treat me the same way once Pick joins our little group? Yeah. Uh, Pandy joins our little group. Are you going to take care mm-hmm. of me? So he had to trust me in my care of him and my reaction and my time spent with him. Mm-hmm. And so that's where it came in, the, the time. Uh, well, and two, he had to spend time with both you he, and Pandy yes, together. Yes. So the three of you could form a new way of interacting. Yes. And um, isn't that how God is with us? Our habits and our mindsets don't just change overnight. No, no. So how did you notice that develop with them that helps us understand who God is to us? Well, first of all, I, with them, I, had to, I really had to spend that time with them. And I, uh, as a teenager, I didn't consciously think of that. Mm-hmm. But I, when I saw that Pick, who was the dominant one, would kind of growl a little bit. And, uh-huh. and he'd, I would have to say, hey, come on, you join us. Come on. The three of us are here. We're playing together and play with toys. So it had to change. He had to see that. Mm-hmm. And I think with God, that's time, too, with us. It's more on our side. We have to trust God because we have that by spending more time with him is what makes us have more trust Mm-hmm. Because we can look at somebody and go like, how come their life is better than mine? Right. You know, is God really taking care of me? <laughs> right. Well, and, you know, sometimes it's re- really not the truth. Yes, exactly. Um, I saw a recent Facebook post that was like, uh, the grass is always greener mm. and it showed, you know, black dirt on one side and astroturf on the other <laughs> side, you know. Yes. So part of it is learning how to trust God yes. that it's right for you. Yes. What you know, however he's leading you, uh, however he's adding new people to your circle, just mm-hmm. like Pandy was mm-hmm. added to your circle, going to make your grass green. Yes, I, it's obvious that Pick and Pandy ended up bonding. So that yes. time really did produce mm-hmm. the result. Mm-hmm. We have to be willing to put the time in, yes. don't we? Yes. Yeah. Because sometimes when you're you get you could have a read a little devotional or maybe hear one song or go to church and then the rest of your time god doesn't enter the picture at all Mm -hmm. and that's the thing you have to make that time Mm -hmm. and once you make that time with god the results are amazing it makes you uh not see it as a burden but as a gift right it is so true because then you go like wow i didn't do anything. God did it because like he wants us more than we want him. He just Mm -hmm. wants us. He's always trying to draw us closer to Mm -hmm. him. Mm -hmm. 
And that's what makes it so exciting. And that's, I think, I, looking back at my dogs, I was trying to draw both dogs to me and they're also together. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was a time thing. Right, right. And they had to understand that, and they did. Mm-hmm. They, it, was, it was really amazing with mm-hmm. them. Our dogs can make a difference in our life sometimes in ways we don't expect yeah. until we look back. Yes. That's what happened to me yeah. with my teens. When you asked me, I said, oh, I had two dogs. And then I started thinking about it. And, yes, they were, they were really a big, a big help in my life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, as an adult, you did a lot of um, traveling. You mm-hmm. told me you were in a number of different states yes. and foreign countries. So mm-hmm. it's kind of hard to have a dog yes. when, you're, when you're traveling so much. But before we get into that, I want to tell people about our website and okay. you as well. And, and then we'll learn a little bit more about your experience with your Pekingese yes. and also a few other dogs that yes. were in your life uh, as an adult, believe it or not. God and Our Dogs has great sponsors. Please thank them when you see them. Branscombe Law, Wheeler's Western Outfitters, Kendall County Abstract, The Rivers Team with Phyllis Browning. Because of them, we have a wonderful website, godnardogs.com, including my blog and the sign up for a weekly thought to ponder with stories based on my dogs on the Wanna Treat page. You can also listen to those thoughts to ponder Thursday mornings at 745 and 845 on Bernie Radio 103.9 FM or on the Bernie Radio app. Check out the show webpage for regular updates and resources. That's GodInOurDogs.com for lots of treats. Discover a new perspective. God and our dogs. This is Connie Klein with Hill Country Mission for Health, and you're listening to God and Our Dogs with Meg Greer. Well, we are back on God and Our Dogs. This is Meg Greer, your host, and joining us today is Dan Rizal who is Membership Engagement Specialist with the Bernie Chamber of Commerce. Before the break, Dan told us about Pick and Pandy, his dogs from childhood and his youth. Dan, you told us a lot about you know, just your relationship with them and the result of spending so much great time together. Time is critical you mentioned for trust to grow and also the time together, just sitting without talking or playing. I thought that was really interesting in your notes that that really develops relationship too, doesn't Mm -hmm. it? Yes. Yeah. So um, just kind of being in tune uh, with what's going on in your life, you know, you pick the best way to spend time together. Yes. How does that impact the way trust grows? Well, the way I think, look at it is with trust, it's like, you don't have to, it's not putting on a show. You can mm-hmm. be who you are, whatever you are. If you're going through a difficult time, the person you're, could be your spouse, a friend, a child, a relative, a coworker. But when you have that relationship where you can just, you don't have to talk, you know, that you can almost sense it. Mm-hmm. And they, they trust that you're going to tell them or you're going to share with them or they're going to, you're going to have that um, trust in someone that they're going to understand what you're going through. Mm-hmm. And so that's when you share it. And sometimes I think it helps with a dog, especially a teenager, a teenager who goes through all sorts of things and they can talk to somebody when sometimes they feel they can't talk to others, mm-hmm. uh, whether it be people at school or some of their family members. But when they have a dog, they can just kind of tell them their day. Let me tell you how my day went. 
Mm-hmm. And I think that's what I did with Pick and Pandy. Yeah. I think in a lot of ways that our dogs help us learn that it's important no matter what time it is in your life and what's going on in your life to spend time with God, just oh, being yeah. together. Oh, yeah. I, I can think of situations just this past week and I just said, you know, I just want to talk to you. It's usually at night after my grandson's in bed, my wife's gone to bed. I'm just sitting there thinking like, okay, can I, I want to tell you about what's going on. <laughs> Is this the way I'm supposed to do this? What am I supposed to do? I'm not unsure. You know, it's just a conversation mm-hmm. and uh, it's a great time. And it, for me, it's late night brothers it's morning so it depends on who you are where mm-hmm. you are it's not there's not a program and that's the yeah. fun thing it is it with god it's uh it's just natural mm-hmm. what he he kind of customizes his his our relationship with yeah. him to us right and as and as um we communicate with him in that way mm-hmm. good times bad times anytime mm-hmm. our relationship with him transforms doesn't mm. it yeah now that's a great word transform using that word brought me to think about another dog mm-hmm. that we had luna luna a boxer now, uh, we had a property we just moved to a property uh here in the area actually and a couple who had uh they were transitioning from their house in, in another city and they had this boxer and when we went to see him they before they moved the boxer was overweight i mean really overweight she waddled instead of walked Mm. Uh, she hardly moved and they said she was partially blind couldn't see so well and uh, so they came to stay with us for a few months and uh, we went and I was giving them a little tour of our property which was kind of big about 12 to 15 acres I think and the dog could not make it Luna just she started and that's she couldn't go any further mm. Well, a month or two down the road, because she was not a house dog, I mean, she had been, but she, she, we didn't want her as a house dog. And she lived outside, and within a month or so, she'd lost all that weight. She was running, chasing birds, squirrels, all sorts of things. And she just changed, mm-hmm. totally changed. And I thought when that was not just a change, it was a transformation. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what happens with us. Mm-hmm. God, when we come to God and he puts us into a situation or we go into a situation where we want to be transformed, transformed, the Bible talks about it in Romans 1 and 2, 12, 1 and 2, about being transformed by the renewing of your mind. And so that happens primarily through the word of God. So reading that, it's sort of like we come into a different living experience, just mm-hmm. like Luna did from indoor, no, hardly no yard. I don't think there was any grass around her house. And, uh, to 12 acres of fields and grass mm-hmm. and trees and she started running and she changed and that's what happens with us you know we we get we get transformed change i know that has happened in my life my mind has been my heart mm-hmm. has been both transformed from the word of god yeah. and it, it sounds to me like luna dogs don't really resent anything i don't think but um i can't think of the right word we're were they, they're kind of fighting the change. Mm-hmm. You know, she just went with the flow of her new situation mm-hmm. instead of fighting it. Mm-hmm. And we're not real good at that as people, are we? No, we're not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> change is probably, it's inevitable, mm-hmm. but it's often hard. Yeah. You know, Dan, that really reminds me that God kind of puts that desire on our heart. Mm-hmm. And it's not something that we necessarily choose. It just kind of develops. Mm-hmm. That kind of makes me think about what Luna did. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was, I was thinking about it again today because in her life, 
she was just trusting her owners. You know, mm-hmm. they, she just came along and then she was there and all of a sudden it was new, but she was fine. She ate well. She loved it. And she, she was different. She was really different. She ended up staying with us a couple of years, actually. Oh, I the, can see. The yeah. family moved, but they couldn't take her with. And so she stayed there and she was just as happy as could be. Now, I was thinking about that because uh, today, because even when we transform and we really get close to God and we have that great relationship with the Lord and we become new creatures, like it says mm-hmm. in the Bible mm-hmm. when we're born again, uh, it doesn't mean we're perfect. Because, That's a good point. Because Luna was, she was still hard of, she, she couldn't see so well. So she'd bark a little bit until she could <laughs> smell somebody. And oh, now she knows who you are. Then she won't, she'll stop barking. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a little uh, black and white cat and she'd play with this cat and they were buddies. She saw this black and white and she thought it was a cat and she got too close and it was a skunk. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so we had to wash her up. Yeah. Uh, you know, so those, and, and then she gets close and she sees, oh, it's a porcupine. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> and got those things in her nose, her snout, and we had to get take them out. So it didn't relieve all the problems, and that's the way it is with mm-hmm. us. And we still have problems in our life and things happen, but we've, you know, we took care of, we cleaned up, washed up Luna, and we took out those uh, porcupine things. and The quills, yeah. The quills. And then, uh, but that's what God does with us. He said, okay, mm-hmm. you made some major changes, but that was a little tough. Yeah. Let me help you out of yeah, that Yeah, life <laughs> is still not going to ever be perfect. No, it will yeah. not be. Yeah, we still have to live in the world yes. with all its imperfections. Yes. But isn't it nice to know that we've got... A, God that is there for us to yeah. help smooth it out again. <laughs> oh, that has helped me so much in my life. It made such a difference. And I don't, I can't think of, I just never, I can't think of what it would be like without it. I don't mm-hmm. want to think about it. Yeah. You know? I'm yeah. just thankful for that relationship with God. Well, speaking of transformation, you're about ready to undertake a huge transformation. Yes. You're going to be leaving us and actually leaving the country. Yes. Tell us what you're going to be doing. Well, uh, yes, that, that change. My wife and I, we've been missionaries for 40 years. Uh, and always that we always considered ourselves missionaries or disciples or whatever. That was our life. And we're in our 70s. So um, we weren't really thinking of going anywhere. It was unexpected. And then somehow, it's a longer story, but uh, we got thinking about Panama. And uh, we talked about it, looked at each other and said, do you think God's calling us to Panama? And it took us a little while to to say yes, mm-hmm. not because we didn't want to go. It was just make sure this is a big step, what yes, that means, right. what that means to leave and go somewhere. And this would we've we have seven children and we've traveled all all over and we take our children with us. But this is the first time that we will ever have moved internationally without children. Oh, wow. It's a big switch. It's a big switch. And now some people would look at it and go, yeah, man, now you're free. I said, mm, not really. That's not how I looked at it. <laughs> <laughs> I thought children were always such a blessing to have. It's, mm-hmm. I'm going to miss not having children. But, yes, we, we feel God called us to Panama. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've told some people we heard from God that he called us. And some people goes, how do you? How do you hear from God? I said, well, I know his voice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's called me before. He's shown me what to do. And it, it takes quiet. Mm-hmm. It takes assurance. Does, looking at the word, does it line up with the word? Yes, if it does. You know, but 
you want to make sure. But once you hear his voice, you'll start to know, oh, that's God. Mm-hmm. So Yeah. Well, can people follow your adventures in Panama? Yes. Um, we have a blog, and by the time you hear this, it will be live. It's oh, yay. danroselle.com. And spell that for me, please. Dan, D-A-N, Roselle, R-O-S-E-L-L-E.com. Mm-hmm. And that will be where our blog is. It will be stories of our life, but also uh, another section will be of our time in Panama. Mm -hmm. So we'll have both. We'll have two different things there. Well, that sounds really cool. Well, I wish you all the best. Thank you. And I'll have to uh, log on so I can keep up with what you're doing and all of your adventures. Yeah, let's see what what happens because our our life is always exciting. And we're, we're, I think that's what God does. He makes your life exciting. It's an adventure. It is. It is. Well, have a wonderful adventure. Thank you. Before we bring the show to a close, I'd like to leave with a thought to ponder. Yes, that's P-A-W-N-D-E-R. We heard about the way time and trust with our dogs leads to transformation. We also heard that love overcomes the fear of change. It makes me ponder. In what way do we need to love and trust God more so we will be ready for the changes in life ahead? Let me know what you think after pondering. Email stories at godandourdogs.com. Thanks to the God and Our Dogs business partners, including Clearview Bookkeeping, Complete Computer Solutions, Covenant Pest Control, and Westward Environmental. This is Meg Greer, and you have been listening to God and Our Dogs. I appreciate all of you, and thank you for joining us. You can listen to the show again on our website or subscribe on your favorite podcast site. Subscribe to our YouTube channel for show bonuses. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn at God and Our Dogs, and click follow. Subscribing and following help the show spread the word about discovering a new perspective to rely on God the way our dogs rely on us. Discover a new perspective. God and our dogs. God and our dogs.com.